Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's podcast episode. My name is Callie, and I am the host of Healthy Human Podcast. I'm literally so excited to have you here today listening I hope that you are having the most beautiful day ever, and I'm so glad that you are here, you're alive, you are hopefully thriving. Anyways, if you're not thriving, don't worry. We're going to help you thrive in the next 30 minutes. Anyways, we always start off the podcast with a little self-check-in, and here's why. The self-check-in is a great opportunity to slow down in your busy day, wherever you are, and just become present with yourself. I think a lot of times in our world, we're so just trained to grind all day long and worry about things that aren't internal. And as a result, sometimes our internal state becomes chaotic, which can lead to feeling anxious, stressed, depressed, whatever. So we're going to combat that with a little self-check-in for you. So wherever you are listening, take a big inhale through your nose, fill up your lungs with all that goodness, all that love into your beautiful body. And then on your exhale, just open your mouth, sigh, not anything holding you back, any limiting beliefs, just let it go. Now, ask yourself, have I stood up in the past hour? If you have not stood up in the past hour, if you can stand up right now, stand up, shake out those legs, shake out the arms, do a little head neck roll, get the blood flowing, and then sit back down or continue standing, whatever you want. Okay. Now, ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? This is my favorite one ever. If you haven't drank water, we're going to chug on three, two, one. Cheers to hydration. Let's chug some water. Oh my gosh, you guys. I put a noon hydration tablet in my water and it's basically an electrolyte tablet. It's so good. I ran, I usually alternate between noon and liquid IV and... I ran out of liquid IV, so I haven't had noon in a while, but I put it in. It tastes like oranges, and it's literally so good. I got very sidetracked there. So, okay, let's get back to the self-check-in. <laughs> okay, ask yourself, how am I feeling today on a scale of 1 to 10? 10 being amazing, 1 being not so hot. And as you answer this question, no judgment. Just listen to how you're feeling. Okay, now ask yourself, Did something happen in my day that caused me to feel like this? Sometimes we wake up feeling in a funk. Other days we just, something happens and it just completely ruins our mood, whatever. So just start to think about if there's a cause. Now ask yourself, what is something that I can do to turn this feeling into a brighter feeling? Maybe it's already, you're feeling great. What's something you can do to heighten that feeling of happiness, joy, whatever? If you're not feeling good, what's something you can do to boost your mood? Maybe it's literally listening to the podcast, hanging out with me. I always look forward to chatting with you every Wednesday. So this is totally a mood booster for me. Okay, let's do one more question before we get into the episode. What is one thing (laughs) that the inner child in you would love if you did this week? Example, 
Yesterday, I went to Target and bought some painting painting tools and painted a photo or what do you even call a painting? A, you guys, if you're like a professional artist, you're going to be like, Kelly, what? Please tell me what you call a painting. I have actually no idea. Anyways, artwork. I painted a picture. There we go. Of a sunset and the ocean and dolphins jumping out of it. And let me tell you, my inner child was thriving. I do not consider myself the best artist in the entire world, but sometimes it's fun to just do activities that you aren't an expert at and are just like your inner child loves. Like the five-year-old version of you would be smiling so big. So I hold you accountable this week to doing that thing you thought of, that thing that the little you would be like, yes, I'm so excited you're doing that, okay? Little things. I'm kind of starting to realize that I'm a 23-year-old. As I'm going through my 20s, I'm obviously still in the early early phases of my 20s. We take life way too freaking seriously, you guys. Like, I don't know. Life is so, it can be so fun or it can be so not fun. And something I'm realizing is that life is a thousand times more fun when we add little activities like playing a board game with our friends, going to a trampoline park, doing, painting a picture, like little things that we did as a kid back into our life in our adulthood. Like it seriously is brightening my day so much just doing small things like that. And I 10 out of 10 recommend it. So moving out of our self check-in, I hope you are feeling a little bit more present with yourself and just kind of being like, okay, I feel like this because of that. Just that's the whole point of it. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into life updates. As I was saying, I've been trying to take life less seriously and here's why. I have been in, I call it my February funk. I've been in a February funk for the past two weeks and I've been feeling just like very depressed if that is the word to use, I would say, yeah, I've been feeling pretty depressed and it definitely is discouraging because I have been feeling so good with my mental health lately. And I don't really know like exactly what caused this to happen, which I think is sometimes the most frustrating thing with depression is that sometimes it just, I struggle with seasonal depression or I have in the past and I've noticed with seasons and when days are gloomy or it's cold outside or it's rainy, it really, really affects me a lot. And I I think sometimes that's really frustrating is because it's like there isn't like a really pinpointable cause of why I feel like this. And that's kind of been where I've been at. So if you've been feeling like just in a weird funk and you have actually no idea why you feel the way you feel, just know that you're not alone in that struggle. I've been with you and I think it was two days ago, I was working at a coffee shop and I just, I almost started crying. I was like, why do I feel so sad? Like I have absolutely nothing to be upset about. I live this life that I'm so freaking thankful to have and to be living. And it just, that's depression for you. It's tough, but you know, I'm learning with life that we just roll in waves. And in sometimes the waves of depression can get to feel like monster waves, but then other times they're not that bad. So if you're in a funk or feeling depressed or feeling whatever the feels are, just know that it's going to pass and it takes patience and it takes perseverance. And I know that you and me can both do that. And I don't want this episode to be at all depressing. I just like to keep it real with you guys, hence the name Healthy But Human. And I don't know, sometimes I know online it can look like I live this lifestyle of always being at the beach, always being in the sunshine. And I just want to keep it real that sometimes 
even when life may look on the outside like it's this perfect picture perfect lifestyle the person living it may sometimes still be hurting and I think a lot of people are hurting (laughs) even when their lives look so perfect I mean just think about celebrities like Sometimes we always hear about celebrities that are going through a lot of struggles and we're like, wait, but they have it all. And that's one thing I'm learning is like having like actual worldly things, like say you're wealthy, say you have this beautiful house, say you have whatever it is, the most amazing clothes, who knows, does not equate to happiness. And I think there, I could be totally wrong when I say this, so please fact check me, but I've heard before that when you hit $70,000, $75,000, no, $70,000, $70,000 salary per year. Anything you make after that doesn't really increase your happiness that much. Totally fact check me. That's just something someone told me once, but I definitely have found that to be true. And I like to be very transparent with you guys on here. So last year I was working a PR job in public relations right out of college. I was making $40,000 a year. And I remember when I started running my own business, I started making I don't even know how much I I made over I made over a hundred thousand dollars last year and I noticed that I've been noticing that once I hit a certain threshold and I like could get the things that I needed to survive and to I guess feel my best is when my happiness and like the money that I was making increasingly making I didn't really feel like any different so I I'm being transparent I know people get really weird about money and like saying how much they make and stuff and I just first of all we need to get over that because money does not mean anything does not mean you're a better person it doesn't mean that you're better than someone else and I'm literally saying this to myself of last year because I thought that like I remember I had this mental breakdown last year it was in the fall when I was still working my full-time job and I remember I was visiting my boyfriend John and I was wearing these boots and they were like I don't know they weren't like the nicest boots ever but they were all I could really afford and I remember I was at a pregame and I was playing this game and one of my heels snapped on my boot, you guys. It literally freaking snapped off. It was it was so embarrassing. And I remember running upstairs. I locked myself in his room and I was like bawling my eyes out. And I was sobbing because I felt like I wasn't good enough because I couldn't afford expensive, nice quality shoes. And I remember John coming into his room, sitting next to me on his bed, and he was like, Callie, it's okay. And I remember we just talked about money and we just opened up with each other about how much money we were making, all these different things that people don't really talk about openly. And I just remember it lifted this weird like weight off my shoulders. And so I've truly been trying to be better at like, like, I don't know why money has such a weird rep, you guys. Like, think about it. Why do we get so, like, awkward about money? Even when I told you guys how much, like, I didn't even tell you guys the exact amount I made last year, but I, like, I remember just, like, telling you guys I made over $100,000. I got, like, weird feeling, and let's just freaking ditch that feeling. Like, let's just decide right now, like, we're going to freaking remove any feeling from money because it just is stupid. (laughs) Money is freaking paper, and it doesn't 
I'm going to like a little tangent right now, but end of the day, like when we take our last breath, I don't think we're going to care about how much money we have. And yeah. So anyways, I don't know where I'm going with that, but whole point is money does not define your value, does not define your worth. It does not define if you're a good person and we need to freaking get over that. So who cares how much money you're making and don't, yeah, just, just, I don't know. We need to be more like honest and open about talking about financial stuff, especially in our freaking twenties, you guys, like literally there is such a weird, just stigma about it in your twenties. And I do not intend this entire podcast episode to talk about money, but I think if we're really getting real about money in your twenties, like I think one of the things that causes people so much anxiety and stress in their twenties is money because I don't know about you, but I graduated college and I had no freaking idea how to manage my finances. I'm still learning and I literally own my own business. So if that makes you feel a little bit better, if you've been like, Callie, I genuinely am so overwhelmed with finances. I don't know how to budget. I don't know how to save up. I don't know how to do any of that. Let me tell you, I freaking don't either. And I'm learning every single day. So something that I, I just like wanting to just put out there is any like, Anything that you're feeling overwhelmed about in your 20s, whatever time of your life, I think nobody has anything totally figured out. We're always learning. We're always growing. And that's the cool thing about just being a human being on this planet Earth is that our entire life is a journey and you're never going to be the best expert at anything. There's always going to be someone better than you at something. So don't just just. you're in the right place, my queen. You are in the right place in life. If you don't understand how to budget, it's okay. Seriously, it is seriously totally okay. And all you have to do is search on YouTube how to budget and just watch one video. That's all you have to do to get started with anything, anything in your 20s. If you're confused and overwhelmed with working out, go on YouTube, how to work out, how to get started. Like that is literally the best thing you can ever do. And when I was even recording before this podcast, I was like, not feeling the most inspired ever. And I was like, what do I even talk about? And John was like, Callie, you should just go on Google and search the, like search how to see what comes up, overwhelmed with, see what comes up. And it helped me so much. So end of the day, if you ever have any questions about anything, just go and search on Google. And I promise you're gonna learn how to do a new skill of some sorts. I built my entire business literally through watching YouTube videos and reading books they don't teach, I like minored in entrepreneurship in college, but the stuff I learned in school was not like what I needed to know. So like the little tiny detailed stuff, YouTube is your best friend, my queen. Okay. We're going <laughs> to, I don't know why I went on this entire tangent about all this, but it's for a reason. And I know someone listening is going to need to have heard whatever I said, but topic of today, my gorgeous Queens is we're going to talk about habits to level up in your life and honestly my tangent I guess kind of was like getting us into this topic today because when you can ditch all of these lies in your mind that are holding you back from feeling free from feeling free of any of those weird icky emotions icky whatever that is when you level up and you become the best version of yourself and also let's redefine best version of ourselves As I said, we're always evolving as a human. We're always growing in our journeys and ourselves. We're always changing. We're always getting to know ourselves better. And the best version of you is the best version of you right now. You're always going to have a new best version of you, which is super cool because 
that means that you can never reach a ceiling with it. You can always continue to improve and grow. And I don't want that to feel overwhelming to you either or discouraging because just remember the you of now is all you have in front of you, but it's exciting because even if your life is like amazing right now, there's even more, even more in store. So keep going. You got this. Anyways, habits to level up. So I feel like the past few episodes I've been, I've been so, I like free ball these episodes. If anyone listening, by the way, is like, Callie, how do you, how do you plan these episodes? If you're like going to do a podcast ever, I don't, I freaking don't plan the episodes. I literally would just hit record and I just upload them. I don't even listen to the episodes. So half the time I'm like, I hope I didn't say anything like offensive or whatever, but that's how, that's how the podcast rolls. And that's how my workouts also roll too. If you take my Pilates classes on Swaggy Studio, that's my app and website is I literally create the workouts as I do them. It's all intuitive and I love just flowing intuitively in life. It's so fun. Anyways. Okay. So I wrote in a sticky note because I usually don't plan these episodes, but I was like feeling extremely just scatterbrained today. And I was like, we're going to give me a little bit of an outline here. I wanted to write down like energy suckers and then talk about energy givers because with habits, the point of having healthy habits is to level up, right? So if you can pinpoint the things that are not helping you level up and do the opposite of that, that's going to be how you're going to create those healthy habits and continue to grow into the best version of yourself. So I wrote down a bunch of different energy suckers and I want you to like basically say the energy sucker and then tell you like a habit or an idea of how you can overcome that and implement that into your daily life, if that makes sense for you. Hope you're following. I'm going to chug some coffee right now because I'm like literally so exhausted. Ready? Let's do this. If you're listening and you're drinking coffee, coffee queens, I'm running on five hours of energy or no. (laughs) Yeah, five hours of energy right now. So hopefully everything I'm saying is making sense to you. That's how we're doing it. Keeping this real. Okay. Number one, first energy sucker, being on the phone too much. These are also energy suckers that I personally have been experiencing and feeling and have definitely been contributing to my February funk. So we're going to get through this together. Let's talk about being on your phone too much. Okay, obviously our society is pretty, pretty heavily run by technology. And if you're working, if you're a working girly and you're on your laptop doing your work or your computer or your phone, you're on your screen like all day long, I'm with you there. But something that I have noticed is sometimes we cannot get past the bridge of having to be on our phone or computer, but we can control our time spent on it, what we're doing with it. So on my phone, I've really noticed that when I am not being mindful with what I'm doing on my phone or my computer is when my energy starts to dip significantly. If I am on TikTok and I'm scrolling, you guys, okay, hold up, hold the freaking door. Today I went on TikTok as I was about to start my aimless scrolling as I was on the toilet. (laughs) I'm so TMI. Okay. Anyways, we all freaking do it. I was on my phone on TikTok and I noticed that they added like four new categories at the top. It's like food, gaming, work, or no, sports, gaming, fashion, and then food, and then for you page, and then home. I'm like, my brain is going to explode from all the different opportunities to aimlessly scroll. 
Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice, and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Callie at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Callie for 15% off today. You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love. Love, especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 daily symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. 
Granger, for the ones who get it done. I want to address this because we have to take control of ourselves with our phone. No one else is going to control you and your phone usage and what you're doing on your phone but yourself. So we have to be disciplined here. I want you, if you're on your phone and you enjoy going on TikTok or Instagram or Pinterest, whatever it is, set a timer and hold yourself to that timer. You can add, I think in your settings, you can add timers for like 30 minutes for different apps on how much time you want to spend on the app. I seriously challenge you to do that. And here's the catch though. I have done the timer thing and I don't like, I don't, I'm not actually disciplined with it. Like I see the timer. I'm like, oh, okay. And I keep going on it. So we, you and me, let's make a pact right now that this week we are going to set timers for when we're on our phone consuming stuff and we're going to actually listen to it and we're going to get off when the timer goes off. Okay. Handshake. Imagine a handshake. Let's do this. Because those apps run by us continuing to scroll endlessly and it just, it needs to stop because our our energy cannot go to aimless scrolling. Like you have too much to give to the world and to yourself than to just scroll on TikTok through the drama of Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber. That's what I got sucked into today. And I was like, why am I, why am I doing this to myself? Like, it's just, you know, it's one of those things. Okay. The next energy sucker that I've identified is negative self-talk, self-doubt, and body image stuff. If you are struggling with any of these things, I have a bunch of different episodes on the podcast that talk about each of these things specifically, and we go super in-depth about them, especially with body image and confidence. So I would 10 out of 10 recommend to go and listen to those episodes if you want additional ideas on how to overcome those things. I think the easiest habit to implement into your day regarding these things, though, is doing the polar opposite. So negative self-talk. Let's add in some affirmations throughout the day. Different ways I love to give affirmations to myself, as in little compliments, is you can write on sticky notes a compliment. So let's say I'm struggling with my body image. I'll write on a sticky note that I have, I'm beautifully and wonderfully made in God's image. Dang, that's powerful. So I'll write that down and then I'll stick that sticky note somewhere where I'll look at it. So I think the mirror is the best place to do that for body image because when we look in our mirror, sometimes we do pick ourselves apart. So if you put that sticky note on the mirror, you're going to walk in the room, you're going to see it and you're going to be like, your negative self-talk will be tricked into reading that and then hopefully you won't have that negative thought anymore. So I recommend doing that and then Also, other things too is I love adding affirmations into my workouts. If you take my Pilates classes on Sweaty Studio, you guys know that I add affirmations into my classes. So I'm teaching the class and taking the class with you at the same time. And I like to scatter in different reminders. We'll be doing a move and I'm like, tell yourself, I am strong and powerful in my body and mind. And Pairing that with movement is beautiful. Mind-body connection is so real. And that's something I do whenever I'm feeling like negative about myself is I'll do a Pilates for confidence workout or I'll just start to just tell myself affirmations. And also breath work is pretty powerful too. If you're, okay, like if you're inhaling, you heard it at the beginning of this podcast, inhale lots of love, inhale confidence. I say those things and the point is to imagine as you're inhaling, what it feels like to be confident. 
Imagine a time in your life when you felt confident. What did that confidence actually feel like? Hold on to it and then imagine that feeling going into your body as you inhale in a breath. That is just a basic visualization practice for you and it's so powerful and I like I swear by that. Okay, now next energy sucker. (laughs) This one goes out to me. (laughs) Not sleeping enough. You guys, I please don't, please don't get mad at me, but I literally have like, I've drank so much caffeine today. It's actually disgusting and I need to go take a nap, but instead of continuing to drink coffee and continuing to, I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying, but (laughs) point of the story, energy suckers is getting enough sleep or no, sorry, not getting enough sleep. When we don't get enough sleep, there's a couple things that happen to our bodies Number one is, one, it really affects our mood. Story time for you. I was walking out the door today to walk my dog on our hot girl walk in the morning, morning walks all the time. I walked, (laughs) I'm so dramatic. I walked into the edge of a table and it really hurt and I started sobbing, like a baby sobbing. I was already grumpy about other things in my day. I've been awake for 10 minutes also. So I just, look, if I hadn't gotten five hours of sleep, I don't think I would have had that mental meltdown like I did before my walk. It's okay that it happened, but it's also important to remember that when we sleep enough, like we, end of the day, yes, we maybe aren't babies anymore, but I, our bodies are still in need of sleep. Like when you're a baby, you slept so much and I don't think anything's really changed as we get older. We still need sleep. Sleep is literally medicine. It's so good for us. And I also have noticed when I don't sleep enough, my caffeine intake does significantly increase, which will lead to more of a caffeine addiction, which when you drink coffee to say you're going to have those intense crashes in the afternoon and that can actually lead you to feeling more tired, more irritable. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to myself right now, by the way. (laughs) Also, you guys, I, I don't know the actual scientific terms. I totally forget. But when I was taking nutrition class in college, I remember my professor was talking about how when we don't sleep enough, it actually activates your hunger hormone, which leads you to think that you're a lot hungrier than you really are. So that can lead into overeating. That can lead into not fully knowing how to intuitively fuel your body. And I think that's also really important too. It's like making sure that we're taking care of our body, not overfeeding it or underfeeding it, making sure we can actually feel that right balanced amount of food that we need every day. And also it can increase your cravings. So you might crave more sugar, which can actually lead to a lot bigger crash as well with the energy. So if you, I'm like lecturing you guys, I'm sorry, (laughs) but you know what I mean though? Sleep is a great, it is great. Sleep Sleep allows you to think clearly. It allows your body to function clearly. So you're going to be intuitive. You're going to be more sharp-minded. Healthy habit of the day or of the week, you guys. Let's challenge ourselves to get at least eight hours of sleep every night this week. Cool? Okay. Handshake. We're doing it. Okay. Energy suckers. Continuing on, you guys. That was a little tangent. I don't know why I got so passionate about that. Maybe it's because I'm like preaching to myself. All right, next up, we got consistent lack of consistent lack of motivation slash procrastination is the big energy sucker. You guys, procrastination. Let's talk about procrastination. 
I swear procrastination a lot of these things are like chain reactions of each other I've noticed so I want to like like go to the very beginning again being on your phone too much I've noticed for me is a direct cause of procrastination putting off something I know I need to do that I don't want to do I don't have the energy to do as a result I find that leads me to have negative self-talk Callie why are you doing that to yourself Callie you're not being nice to yourself whatever it's obviously a lot meaner than that unfortunately but I have noticed it's all a chain reaction, which can cause me to then be like, okay, fine. I guess I'll have to do that thing. It's already 8 p.m. at night. I started doing the thing I was procrastinating all day long, which leads me to not sleep enough. And then it's a little cycle. That was a little dramatic, but I actually do. That's actually very true. That little cycle, I just connected the dots to. I'm like having a, like, I'm basically having a therapy session with you guys right now. I'm like connecting all these dots. I'm like, wait, oh my gosh, that is happening in my life. But how do we overcome procrastination? This is a hack I try my best to live by. It is so is so crucial, you guys. So if you make a planner every day and you write down the things that you are going to do for the day, I want you, instead of doing the easy day-to-day tasks at the beginning of the day, like let's say you're working a full-time job and you are responding to emails ASAP every single day. Okay, look, I worked in public relations. That was how I was trained to do it was emails ASAP but hear me out that is an energy drainer you guys we all have these big goals dreams aspirations projects that we're wanting to do half the time I've noticed though those things don't happen because we waste our time with the little day-to-day things that we could be doing when we have less energy structuring your day to for success is so key especially I've learned this as an entrepreneur when I put the things that take the most energy at the beginning of my day versus at the end they actually happen so let's talk about an example this podcast (laughs) is the perfect example this is one of the first things I'm doing today and podcasting requires a lot of energy a lot of focus and I find on the days when I start off my day doing all the small things I know I need to record a podcast I end up procrastinating it and not doing it until literally the last minute because I am not putting the thing that requires my creative energy first so something I do with the planner is I write down everything I need to do in the day and then I'll number off the things by importance and priority so I'll number one next to the thing I'm doing first number two next to the thing I'm doing after that thing and that's how I structure my day obviously we can only control our days to an extent but something that has really been so helpful with procrastination and also having an accountability buddy tell someone you're going to do something and have them hold you accountable to it like when I was like guys we're going to hold our account each other accountable to doing this thing we're not going to go on our phone for more than the timer holding you accountable handshake let's do this thing That's a really good example of accountability that we're in it together. And I think it helps a lot when you have someone else who is doing it with you and maybe you text a friend or you tell a sibling or you tell a family member, hey, want to do this with me? Or hey, can you hold me accountable to this and text me at whatever time and like see if I've done it? I guarantee they're going to be so down to help you out. And that's always something that's helpful for me a lot is accountability buddies. Okay. We're going to get through, I wrote down so many things, you guys, for energy suckers, but something else that is a consistent energy sucker for me is people pleasing. 
So you guys, I actually did an entire episode on people pleasing pretty recently. So if you want to listen to that, that's also in one of the past episodes. If you want to binge the podcast today, people pleasing is such an energy sucker. And the way to combat that is making sure you fill your cup up to the brim, maybe overflowing every day, probably in the morning. Morning routines are such a great habit to implement into your life. I'm telling you, they are game changers. In your morning routine, I just recommend adding a couple things that you know are going to make you feel really good, really happy, really energized. So for me, it's gain sunshine ASAP and I love walking. So I'll put the two things together and I'll do that in my morning routine. Two for one right there. Also, I found making sure I make a breakfast that makes me feel really, really full, really energized and really happy and healthy and whatever. I've been making yogurt bowls a lot. And those have been awesome. So I recommend doing something like that. Also, I spend time with God every morning because God is our ultimate energy source. And I've noticed when I try to do my day without spending time with God, it is an absolute just disaster and a half. So also recommend praying, spending some quality time with God. I love doing a little devotional if you're short on time and you don't have like 20 minutes plus to spend with God. I definitely recommend doing a little devotional. I love Bob Goth's Live in, Live in Grace, Walk in Love. Also, Sadie Robertson's On Purpose is another one of my favorite devotionals ever. And you guys, we're going to do one more energy sucker. And it is comparison, jealousy. Guys, this one sucks me so dry. And this plays into being on the phone too much for sure. Whenever we're looking at other people's lives for too long and we start to wish that we had what they had, we start to wish that we looked like them or that whatever, we start to feel that jealousy emotion. I want you to combat that because, okay, look, we obviously see other people's lives. That's just how our society is wired. We have reality television shows. We have social media. We have friends. Like we see people's lives literally in person. We hear about their lives. Instead, and this is going to take some this is going to take some practice and effort, okay? This is not an easy one. This is a really really difficult habit, but it's so crucial, okay? When you feel that twinge of jealousy as you look at someone's life or hear about someone's life, I want you to actively decide in that moment that you are happy for that person. Celebrate that person. Don't make it all about you. One thing that I have learned in my life so far is that there is enough for everybody. Just because someone else has success does not mean you won't have a success in your life. There's enough to go around for everyone at the table. And when we celebrate each other, when we're genuinely happy for each other, that's when we can break that jealousy. That's when we can beat comparison. Because that's when you're saying, That's when you have that abundant mindset when you're saying, yeah, I believe that I can also have good things happen in my life too. I believe I can also make that happen. I believe also that God's going to help me and take care of my life too. Instead of having a little pity party because your best friend Sally had all those good things happen to her. Be like, I'm so happy for my best friend Sally. I freaking love her. I'm so happy for her. You know what I mean? That is seriously one of the things I am continually working on all the time. And I get it. It's really easy to see other people maybe looking like they're, I don't know, I guess this is a feeling I've I've experienced before, passing me in life, getting my goals before I get them, whatever. But when you really, really strip it down and you're like, I'm so truly happy for that person, 
that is where the growth happens. That is where you beat the things that are holding you back. And it just, I just really challenge you to do that this week because I'm going to challenge myself to that too, because it's, it's just makes life so much more exciting and enjoyable to live. And yeah, I think end of the day, like something that I have really realized is that there is so much good in the world and there's also so much evil in the world. And you have the choice to let the evil win or you have the choice to shove the evil away with good and with the opposite. So, okay. <laughs> like, wait, what? Um, here's like an example is like negative, negative struggles, negative emotions, mental health things. Let's just use like anxiety as an example. Anxiety is not a positive thing. It's not something that is good or loving. It's, it's a struggle. And the way that I have been combating anxiety in my life day after day is by actively fighting against it with the opposite of anxiety. Same goes with depression, fighting against depression with joy, trying to find joy in my life in every single way, praying to God for strength with joy, literally asking God for help because end of the day, it's so hard to do it all on your own. You literally cannot. You're God is going to help you. And my best suggestion, if you're struggling with anything in life and it feels like it's too much, just pray, pray for strength, ask God to help you. He's looking out for you. He loves you. He's taking care of you. You're literally his, his kid. So that's just been, that's the number one habit in life that is going to help you level up. And that is trusting God and spending time with God, pressing in. He is always there for you. And that's been helping me a lot with my February funk to tie it all back in a little bow. <laughs> Anyways, my gorgeous queen, I hope you love this little episode. I hope that you're feeling more inspired and more excited to add some healthy habits in your life to make you feel like the best version of yourself. But I want to just remember and remind you that you don't have to do all of it at once. Take it day by day, step by step. Start with one habit and slowly add on. There is no rush. There's no timeline Just do what is going to be best for you and love yourself through it all. We are healthy but human. We're not perfect. And that is okay. That's beautiful. It's beautiful that we are imperfectly perfect and that we all are going through this thing called life together. And you're never alone. So I just wanted to remind you that. You are killing the game, my queen. And I hope you have the best day ever. If you love this episode, be sure to leave a little review and rating. It helps the show reach more people and it helps me spread more love into the world. So anyways, feel free to do that if you want. And you can find me on Instagram at healthybehumanpod. Tag me listening. I also have Instagram channels. I'm sweaty and I know it and sweaty studio. And you can find me on like every other social media platform. If you just search, I'm sweaty and I know it. I'm sure I'll come up somehow. <laughs> but anyways, love you guys so much. I will see you next week. Have the best day. Always there. If you need, to, if you ever need me, just DM me on Instagram and stay sweaty, stay healthy, be human, keep shining and you're awesome. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.